This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, podcast. Great one today. Yeah. Yeah. It shocked me too. First day back. Uh, <laughs> Usually these shows suck. Today's <laughs> today, was good. Yeah, today's was good. Um, we had a lot of uh, catching up to do on the news in the last 10 days. Some really important things. Jason Whitlock was also with us. We talked about blacks with hammers and Xerox machines. Yeah. 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 Wait until you hear the blacks with hammers. <laughs> it's uh, Very it's shocking. quite shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Art Laffer, as well, joins us uh, to talk about uh, the state of the economy, hopefully to give us maybe a little bit of optimistic, uh, a little bit of optimism about where we might be going. And he is one that knows a long history of fixing economies. He's great. And uh, on the podcast today, don't miss a second. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. Now, a man who has struggled to make a photocopy of anything his entire life, Jason Whitlock, is joining us now. Hello, Jason. How are you? Awesome, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are in your uh, new studio. The launch of Fearless with Jason Whitlock uh, happened last week. Uh, you can find it at uh, theblaze.com slash fearless. Also, YouTube.com slash Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Jason, how is the struggle going for you on finding a photocopier? How do you do it? You know what? It's funny, Glenn. I'm the one person who would actually struggle photocopying something, improving my ID, because I'm just not good with paperwork. But, yeah, Kamala Harris's contention that you know, oh, rural America, they just don't have Kinko's. They don't have Office Max. Oh, my God, how could they prove who they are? <laughs> At some point, the Democrats have to stop. I mean, they're making themselves look crazy. And I, I, I blame Joe Biden and for them creating this narrative that there are all these idiot helpless people in America who who just can't do basic functions that uh, us city slickers or us very sophisticated <laughs> no, elites can it's do. It's like it is like though them saying you know what they can't they can't have beef out in the middle of the country they can't they don't have forks uh, they eat with their hands and I mean it's it's so ridiculous it's not like you know, they, they don't have access to Virgin Galactic. Yeah, okay, I don't know where I would buy a ticket to space. I, I'll give you that. I don't know how to photocopy things. How stupid do they think we are? I, I, I do think there are people who live on the coast, New York, Silicon Valley, California. They live on the coast. And they do have an opinion of flyover America and the rest of America that we're all idiots. 
and and could you could you just this. could you set them straight, Jason? Well, no, I've dealt with it my entire career, though, Glenn, because I am a good old Midwest boy, and I've been underestimated, and just you know, he's a Ball State guy, and. And, you know, he didn't have a high GPA. No one invited him to an Ivy League school. And and they just make some assumptions about me. And, and, and what's comical is just like as I've gotten older and dealt with more people from the elite institutions, I have I keep losing more and more respect for them. The common sense mm-hmm. is just not taught at the elite universities and a lack of common sense undermines all the book sense that they believe they had and all the programming they've see, uh, received from these elite institutions and from living on the coast. I, I, I just, I wish I could take my, my dad didn't graduate from high school. One of the smartest people I know. And, and I say that in all seriousness. One of the smartest people I know just filled. My mother is no rocket scientist, filled with common sense that has served her and served me and my brother and and family just incredibly well. At, at some point, America's going to have to return to common sense if we want to survive. Th- this whole theoretical world. And, and this laboratory that the elites are building and, and basing all of their actions and solutions off of some theory or some laboratory or s- some, I, you know, I wish it could be this way. It's destroying America and it's dividing America, to be just quite honest with you. The, 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 the handful of powerful elites are just offensive to those of us, and, and, and well, the, and the problem is a lot of- the problem is there is there is knowledge, um, and then there is wisdom, there is common sense, and then there is book sense, and those don't always go together. Uh, you can you can have book smarts and be dumb as a box of rocks. Um, we all we all know people who are who are like that um, that are are brilliant but couldn't work their way out of a paper bag if they were left on their own but brilliant um, we know people who are really dumb book wise but are very very wise you you they don't all go hand in hand and unfortunately I think in academia wisdom is gone. Wisdom is absolutely gone. Common sense is gone. And they're relying everything on book smarts. And they're not even learning the book smarts that we used to have to learn. They, they, they're not learning how to think. They're reading books now done by other eggheads that are interpreting everything for them. Instead of saying, I want you to read these original documents and then you tell me what you think they mean. They don't read the original documents. They go to a book that is already interpreting whatever the original document is. Well, that's not the same. That's not the same as actual learning. There's a book that they totally avoid as well, Glenn, and it's the greatest book ever written, and it's called the Bible. And it is filled with thousands of years of collective wisdom. And if you avoid that book, you're setting yourself up, in my view, for failure. 
and you're setting yourself up to believe that you and we are the smartest people that we are actually in control of this, have created this or running this. It, a lack of biblical knowledge undermines your humility and a lack of humility sets man up for self-destruction. And that's what I see coming from the left. There is something else. And it, it comes from, I think living in big, big cities and living um, around nature's just awesome, awesome beauty. I was driving through the mountains uh, last week or two weeks ago. So I'm driving through, I see, I don't remember where I was, but they had the geological uh, timeline on the sides of these cliffs. So as you're going down, it was like 3,000 years ago, you know, uh, 150 million years ago. And they showed the depth of, of all the crap that had been put on top, you know, over time. And I thought, how many, how many civilizations have there been that have been completely wiped out that we have no record of none? I mean, we're so arrogant to think that the, the, uh, the earth won't cleanse itself. I mean, look at the mountains. If you look at mountains, you have to understand Many of those were thrust up. Can you imagine what the Richter scale would have been saying on a day a mountain came thrusting up out of the ground? These things we have barely an understanding of, and we are so arrogant because many of us live in cities where you don't see the stars anymore. There is something about being outside, sitting around a fire quietly with a bunch of people you know you're joking laughing whatever and then comes the time of night where it's all kind of winding down and you're sitting outside around the fire and you look up and you're like i mean what do you think it's really all about that humility is gone because we don't see the majesty of how small and insignificant we are glenn i i had a friend that i went to high school with and to college with he became a fireman. Uh, he's an avid hunter. He helped me understand exactly what you're talking about. He explained to me why he loves to hunt. And I think there's a lot of us that are non-hunters that we don't understand the process of hunting. Going out into the woods, being one with nature, sitting still for hours, waiting for something to happen yeah. and he helped me understand that his his understanding of the world sitting out in the woods for two or three days at a time the, the majesty and the magic of what god created you can only really feel that if you're outdoors if you're still and quiet and observant for hours at a time it helped me understand his experience, because I'm I'm not a hunter. I'm not but either. There's he, no access to a refrigerator, and then you got to drag that thing out <laughs> to the car, and you're like, I, I mean, I've done all the work sitting out here. Can somebody else drag this thing back to be cut up into meat? Ugh, but if you sit out there yeah. and just sit still and observe, God's magic and His genius will reveal itself. That's what this friend helped me understand. And and it's I think you're right in terms of what separates a lot of 
common folk from the elitists yeah. who never get out in the woods. It's just that experience. Um, we're talking to Jason Whitlock, uh, Blaze TV host. He just started his uh, show last week, Fearless, with Jason Whitlock. You can watch it on Blaze uh, TV, blaze.com slash fearless. Also, uh, YouTube, he's coming out with a new article on Kamala Harris and uh, the lack of access to photocopiers uh, that is going on. Apparently, I didn't know it was such a pandemic, but apparently it is. Uh, he's coming out with that article today, and you can watch his show on Blaze TV. One last question for you, Jason. Um, which is worse, a ever-decreasing mental, uh, mentally capable president or Kamala Harris? I, I I would have to go with Joe Biden and just because Joe Biden's cognitive problems empower Kamala Harris. And if we had a fully functioning president in the prime with his full uh, cognitive abilities, she would be the typical. She wouldn't. Right now, she's Dick Cheney. If if. If she if Joe Biden actually was fully engaged and capable, she would be Joe Biden during the Obama presidency. Really irrelevant. She if she were president of the United States, I think she might be irrelevant because she's so unlikable, so unlikable. Uh, And uh, and it's pretty much universal. I mean, I don't even know if her husband likes her and I I don't know him, (laughs) but I'm just I'm speculating just a little. I can't bit. go that far. Yeah, okay. I can't. All right, well. I would imagine. Well. <laughs> you have to be her husband, you have to like her to put up with the cackle. Yeah, you, Anybody else would just you, be like, come on, stop that. <laughs> Jason Whitlock, thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate it. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, man. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Standing in firm support of the Cuban people and their uh, their unrest, standing peacefully. See, this is what a peaceful protest looks like. I don't know if I don't know if our government knows that, but these are peaceful people standing up in the middle of the streets, uh, just chanting. I don't know what was it? Uh, it was leotards or something like. that. Leo Some people say they're they're saying freedom in another language, but what language do they speak other than American? I mean, hello. Um, so it's a peaceful protest at this point. It's probably not going to remain so, seeing that the uh, dictator of Cuba has uh, called on revolutionary forces to uh, make sure you shun those people. Oh, okay. That sounds like a good, good plan. Almost not quite as good, but almost as good as um, as Biden uh, going door to door, uh, knocking on doors. Uh, Even if you have a no solicitors uh, sign, doesn't matter. They can come in and uh, they're going to knock on your door. Have you had a vaccine yet? Nope. Close the door. Nope. Haven't. You know why? Already had it. Yep. Had a bad case of it. Still have the antibodies. Yeah, I've checked. I've checked. It's crazy, huh? I'm going to let my body work this one out. <laughs> but thanks for dropping by, Joe. Slam. 
That's why it's going to go at my house. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go over at your house. Uh, can we get your guns? No, 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 no. no. Uh, so I think that's a really, really good idea. And uh, the CNN medical analysts, uh, Dr. Lena Wen, said that uh, life needs to be hard for Americans who have not received a coronavirus vaccine with twice weekly testings. Wow. Life needs to be hard. Uh, Dr. Wen. <laughs> I love that. When? When would that start? Let's <laughs> see what we could do with your... Anyway, uh, she said that it should be hard. I don't know what that means. How can the government possibly make our life hard if we don't comply? Boy, that sounds kind of Chinese, doesn't it? Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like a little Cuban, Chinese, maybe former Soviet Union, gulag kind of spooky 1984 stuff? Hey, they won't comply. Let's make their life miserable. Well, I don't have any idea how they could possibly uh, do that. Oh, by the way, I want to make sure I get to the new bill in Congress. It is the Protecting Your Credit Score Act of 2021. It's going to be great. Going to be great. Elizabeth Warren is just pushing this one through. Uh, You know, it's part of the uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that she created under Barack Obama. And finally, finally. You know, we're going to make sure that our credit is exactly right. We're going to get rid of like Equifax. What is that? You even trust that? That's hardly working, huh? Get rid of that and put it into the hands of the federal government. Oh, by the way, uh, Chase has purchased the ESG startup. In case you don't know what ESG is, that's uh, environmental, social as in justice, and governance uh, so ESG scores, if you don't have the right number of people, uh, you know, that are black or Asian or women or or men who used to be whatever, uh, if you don't have the right number on your board, you're going to get a low G score. If you aren't pushing CRT and other social justice things, you're going to have a low S score. And of course, if you do anything to hurt the environment, you'll have a low E score. E-S-G. So remember, this is something that is a conspiracy theory, just a conspiracy theory. It's not real, of course. Um, And Blackstone is buying this uh, ESG company uh, to help them go a little deeper down into the ninth level of hell. Chase Bank, which has openly supported ESG and whose CEO is a big time supporter of the World Economic Forum's stakeholder capitalism model, announced it will buy the prominent ESG startup company called Open Invest. Now, what's great about this is it just helps people invest in in the ESG movement. I mean, don't you want to invest your dollars into something that has a higher ESG score that we know they're working for all of us? They're not part of those bad companies that aren't working for social justice. Now, that is coming for your credit score. I mean, for the credit score of the corporations in in uh, Europe, they're way ahead of us. And it, it, you can't do business with another company that has a lower ESG score than you. You know, it's like that Black Mirror uh, thing. Did you see that Black Mirror episode where the lady was just trying to rent a car and she was like, oh, my credit score it was perfect until yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but definitely not like that. 
and definitely not like China's uh, score for for social activity. Um, This is entirely different. Now, they have said that they're only doing this. They're not going to enforce these things. This is just for people so they can invest and they can invest with more knowledge. Hmm. That's weird because that's not the plan at all in the paperwork. I mean, when you when you go to the World Economic Forum, that's not what they say at all. When you go to the Paris Climate Accords, that's not what it says at all. It says the banks will stop making loans to companies that have a low ESG score. So now Chase... Do you have your money in Chase? Oh, don't worry. It's safe. Those are good people there. No, seriously, I wouldn't even think about it. Um, so Chase Bank is buying this ESG firm, and they're going to put that in there to help uh, retail users create portfolios that accurately reflect the investors' values. So in other words, will I be okay if I just invest in a company that has a zero E, a zero S and a zero G. Could I do that? Because that would help me with my investment. Oh, Nike. Mm, don't invest in that one. Is it really for me or? Oh, no, I get an ESG score, too. Oh, so what I use my money for also. And then if we do it like they're doing it in Europe, then. Then the banks won't give me a loan. Because I have a low ESG score. Anyway, I have no idea what this happened, has to do with the good news that uh, the federal government has, has, has a new Protecting Your Credit Score Act of 2021. Uh, they say it's long been coming that we've needed a reform for our credit reporting system. Uh, they say it's about, you know, making sure that poor people get money. No, it's not. No, it's not. This is all about controlling you. Controlling how everyone gets money. If they control your credit score, by the way, if you have a problem and something's on your credit score, you know, your credit rating, and it's hurting you, don't worry about it. Call the government. They're going to fix that right away for you. It'll be fantastic. Or you can just get online. Oh, you know what? There's something else that's happening. Do we have Klaus Schwab? Uh, He's the guy, uh, you know, that is the head of the World Economic Forum. We like to go right to the source on what they're planning on the Great Reset. Here's here's uh, Klaus on the Internet. Listen to this. Masks are not sufficient. Masks. We need vaccines to immunize ah. ourselves. Mm. The same is true for cyber attacks. Here, too, we have to move from simple protection to immunization. We need to build IT infrastructures that have digital antibodies built in inherently to protect themselves. Ah, so we need to vaccinate the Internet. I'm going to let you ponder that for a couple of minutes. Then I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. So I am trying to eat healthier, and I am. But the thing is, I don't like healthy food. I don't like any of it. You've heard of a fat suit, right? I mean, there's got to be. When are we getting a skinny suit? Something that will make me look skinny, because I just want treats all the time. I grew up in a bakery, for the love of Pete. 
The bad news is no skinny suit is coming. You actually have to do the work, blah, blah, blah. That's why I am eating Built Bars. It satisfies my sweet tooth, but it's a protein bar, but not like, you know, that's like eating stuff at the bottom of my chalkboard usually. This is 100% real chocolate. It's low carb, low sugar. If I'm eating a protein bar as a treat, come on, you gotta know it's good. And I am. Mint brownie, cookies and cream, the new flavors that are coming out all the time, they're fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BEC15 for 15% off your order. Your mouth is going to water just looking at them. Trust me, BuiltBar.com, promo code BEC15. This is the Glenn Beck program. So Klaus Schwab, Klaus, Rose Klaus, whatever. He is, um, uh, he wants to immunize the internet. Now, this is a big deal. It's coming from the head of the World Economic Forum and if you heard Build Back Better, that is the World Economics Forum slogan uh, before Joe Biden had it. Yeah, believe it or not, ripped it off huh? or was given it uh, as we build back better, meaning we've destroyed the world. Now let's build it back closer to our heart's desire. And that looks more like China immunizing the Internet. What does that even mean? Well, it would be a digital identification system for everyone on the Internet using biometrics. This is not a hypothesis. This is something that is already happening. In fact, let me give you something from the Thales group. These are uh, big supporters of of this. Uh, The United Nations and World Bank initiatives aim to provide everyone on the planet with a legal identity by 2030. At the ID 2020 Summit in May 2016, New York, the U.N. initiated discussions around digital identity, blockchain, cryptographic technologies, and its benefits for the underprivileged. 400 experts uh, shared best practices and ideas how to provide universal identity to everyone. So that is great. Soon after, ID 2020 Alliance was created based in New York, the NGO's main participants Accenture, Microsoft, Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, the Rockefeller Foundation, and IDEO.org. Oh, well, that doesn't sound bad at all. So all they want is biometrics and what they're going to provide. Now, I know there's a lot of places in the country. Well, Kamala said it best. A lot of places in the country that just don't have access to Xerox machines for voter ID. You know what I'm saying? Is agreeing to voter ID one of those compromises that you'd support? I don't think that we should underestimate what that could mean. Because in some people's mind, that means, well, you're going to have to um, Xerox or or, or photocopy your ID to send it in mm-hmm. to prove you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't, there's no Kinko's, there's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID yeah. law. What happens? I mean, that's why we need a new universal ID that's biometric, that can verify you whenever. And this will help vaccinate the internet. So we will have complete transparency and we'll know who people are. That way, we'll always know exactly what they're doing, what they're spending, where they're spending, how they're spending, how they're spending their time. We'll be able to get a much better look at everyone on Earth. This is what's this is what's really in play. 
by the way, uh, last week, and I love this, um, the uh, tech giant uh, Facebook is issuing warnings about extremist content. Now, USA Today printed this story last week like it was a good thing. That's good. They're, what they're doing, see, what they're doing is uh, they're just warning people, hey, you might be getting some, you know, extremist content. And then the algorithm looks at what else you're looking at. And if you're looking at a lot of extremist uh, information, well, then the algorithm will start pushing stories to combat those stories that you're looking for. Uh, You're already doing this. This is something that we said Google was looking to do. Uh, about a year ago, we warned you that this algorithm was being built by Google. Uh, apparently, Facebook uh, also built it. This is going into your Facebook, and it's looking at who you listen to, who you read, what you read, and then altering your feed to be able to combat things that Facebook decides is extremist. I got news for you. I'm an extremist. You're an extremist. We're all extremists. Uh, so, uh, you're already, you're already flagged, man. Uh, you know, just let me borrow a blanket from time to time when we're in the gulag. Will you just once in a while? God, cause I can't just use my own. I'm enormous. I'll lose weight there though. That'd be good. This is what is coming and it is already here. In some cases, we need our courts to stand up for the constitution. A judge in Texas denied a U.S. citizen her constitutionally protected due process rights, choosing instead to order for her to appear before an Islamic tribunal where her testimony will be considered inferior. Her lawyer sounded the alarm and the judge has doubled down. This is a woman judge, by the way, Judge Andrea Thompson. She ordered the Muslim woman who is seeking a divorce from her husband to undergo the arbitration, not through the regular channels, but through an Islamic court. Uh, Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And since when, since when does our court acquiesce to a religious court for something like a divorce?